for you I'm empty handing and I'm feeling blue and I'm gonna dream till the day that I die Hey, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to Domestic Pints Only, a podcast about beer and friendship. My name is John. Joining me as always is my co-host, Tom. Hey, how's it going today? Oh, we're doing well. It's a lovely December 3rd, and it is episode number 95. Oh, we're, we're getting there. We're almost oh. three digits. Three digits strong. It's a, it's a beautiful Saturday, and today we're back in Edmonton. We're talking an Edmonton craft beer that Tom is very excited to chat about. Um, this mm-hmm. one is called Town Square Brewing. Um, I honestly have no clue about this brewery. Obviously, never been there myself. I did find some a little bit of notes about the brewery. Um, Tom, you went there. You picked up these beers. Have you been there before? Was that your first time going uh, to this location? Well, before I picked up the beers, I went there previously. And I remember it's like it's not far from me. That's what I love about this brewery. So it's like a six-minute drive, if that. Anyhow... But I remember coming, it's like in a little bit of like an industrial area, kind of yeah. like it's tucked away. And I'm like, God damn it. Why, why are breweries like this? <laughs> I hate that too. It's like, they're all in industrial parks. I feel, I feel like I'm like, got to dodge like U-Haul, like U-Haul's going through and stuff. You got but... to dodge like 2018 Tom with his trek for the dry van tractor. But those trailer. are all the best breweries. Like the best ones are in these like impossible to access by public transit, like locations. Like, I don't know what it is. They're just, they're, they're great. True enough. And I also think it's also like, to like have a brewery, you need commercial space yeah, for it. Precisely. Yeah. Anyhow, but this place is really nice though. Like it's kind of like, it's two floors. Oh, cool. So they, you come in and they have like the bar rail right there. And then you actually, or what they want you to do is order your drinks and then you can go upstairs to the seating area and they have like old, like furniture and stuff like old chairs and couches. It's kind of cool. Then you can actually see some of the casks up there as well that they age some of the beers in. Cool. Yeah, it's really nice. They have some cool merch. They have a little TV in there. You can talk to sports, which I liked. That's all I oh, cared nice. about. I'm like, <laughs> That's but they cool. have like a really good variety and they have like the best part of what I really liked about this brewery is that you can get four packs and singles of things there. Yeah, that's nice. Being able to just pick and choose once you like. You can or, pick or choose or you can get like ones. a four pack and they actually have cases of certain of some of their beers. Like you can get a 12 pack of stuff, certain things. Oh, that's really uncommon for a craft brewery to sell. It's starting to go pack. now because Sea Change just started doing it. They have like a, you can buy a 12 pack of the Blondale and they have one of like their, it's like a blonde lager and they have a Mm. Pilsner that you can buy a 12 pack of, which I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of nice. But yeah, great. I'd highly recommend going to this brewery, even getting, this is like, this isn't some like long roof situation. You can get cans readily (laughs) and accessibly there. We're we're juxtaposing this one from long roof. We're like, here's how you can be good. Um, yeah, because our longer your long roof experience was uh, unfortunately not as positive as uh, as the town square experience. This but, place uh, is fucking wicked, and it's right right by me. This is like my new favorite. To yeah, be this one also opened uh, September twenty seventeen, so it's been around uh, for a few years now. Started off small, kind of making like kind of first batches. Um, they've done a lot of revamping since they first launched. Apparently, like when they first launched, there was some. Um, controversy because I guess some people didn't like their food and drink, but they've changed up their menu since then. They now have a completely different revamp of their food and beer. And notably, a lot of their 
cans actually feel have a bunch of really fun kind of colorful artwork art styles actually done by um, one of their staff members who works at the brewery mm -hmm. she does like all the all the artwork and stuff which is pretty fun when you go on their website when you search by beer you can kind of it's it's really it's really interactive really colorful when you like search through they have all the big like artworks of all their cans and um, i mean we're gonna get into that when we talk the can artwork and what we think about it but um we'll, we'll save more discussion for there but it's they've got some really fun uh designs they actually have them like posters of it throughout the brewery like That's a whole cool. can that you can see in the current I, ones like there's like one can here they have like a big poster of it that's, that's cool i nice like seeing that yeah it reminds me of in ottawa they have whippersnapper and they do like a lot of like specialty like one-offs or they got like new batches i think their thing is like they do a new batch every month they do like new cans but they have like a wall where they have like all their cans from the past and some of them they bring back but you can kind of see all the artworks and styles it's really cool to be like oh look there's all these different flavors and stuff and it kind of makes you want to like go back and like try them out it's like a little like collect uh i guess some people are who are really into that stuff like to almost like collect them or sample them all uh, i don't have the time or energy for that myself but uh you know there's something for everyone but uh that's all to say today we're we have a pretty wide range of types of beer this time we're talking um we're starting we're going to have a sour beets uh we're also going to be talking a specialty kind of stout it looks like they did a barrel aged series this is one of it looks like a variety of ones they did. So we're going to be talking this one and we're going to be talking one of their signature IPAs, the megawatt new England IPA. Um, before we get into that though, I guess we can pick our, what we think is going to be our uh, winning selection today. Um, I'll Tom. let you go first, John. No, oh, okay. I want you to go first because I this know it's a hard I'm one. Cause like, I, I mean, I, it's a kind of a, a bit cheating, but cause of course they put in the social media scores, got to see like where some people land. I really, this beat sour. I don't recall if I've ever had a beet sour. I almost really kind of want to think that this one might be the winner, but I mean, the stout, the description of it sounds amazing. The Nipa has some really great positive reviews. I'm going to go with the sour though. I just, I'm going to play it safe, but there's some pretty good, pretty good options here. I was originally recommended this brew because of the sours wow. that they have here. They have a ton of different sours. They have rotating seasonal sours, apparently. Yeah. I'm picking the stout, though. Yeah. Definitely. Interesting. Oh, cool. Well, I guess, uh, why don't we get to the first one, which is Beats. Um, actually, this is what used to be called Beats. I've seen this listed on Beer Advocate as Beats by Sinden. Um, which I guess is like a little nod to like Beats by Dre, but uh, it's it's from a brewer called Drew Sinden who uh, created this. It's a special kettle sour um, made mixing fermentation. Um, as I mentioned, it's like sick beets or beets. Um, there's a little description on this can that says mixing fermentation like sick beets or beets. The sour is created using 140 pounds of hand peeled chopped beets in the kettle. Dropping all the beets, we've mixed tart earthy fruity and citrus flavors one last thing to do after cracking one of these babies open is turn up the beats a little huh. little punny there oh, like turn up there's a couple of really cool things i like with this can um the the style of the can for the i like that they put all the awards they've won on it so they got canada brewing awards gold uh at, at the quebec city um they also won some alberta uh beer awards it looks like they won bronze in 2018 2019 presumably for sours um all of these cans have this big sticker that kind of goes around it. Um, but I, it, I, I maybe tell me if you, what you think, but I think that the title that the fonts of their can, it kind of reminds me of like the old Sherry Coke. If you remember what that looks like with like, Oh yeah. Very yes. square text, like angular yes. long text. Like when it first came, like with like the nineties rendition of it. Exactly. Or the yeah, early two thousands. Yeah. The town square, like, like logo is almost like reminds me of like the Sherry Coke title, uh, like logo. Mm -hmm. That's actually really interesting, John. I'm glad you yeah. brought that up. 
but I love this can. The artwork is super fun with this like cool DJ beat, and he's yeah. got this like pruny kind of look on his face. It looks it's so fun, like it's so colorful. Like it's the sticker's really shiny. It, the sun's kind of yeah. set now. I've, I'm near my window as always, but when when the sun was on it, it was very like almost like rainbow reflective. Less so now, but it's it's very it's it's very it's like shiny. holographic almost. Yeah, it's almost like a holographic look to it. Um, I love the text on it, the copy. It's got like the ABV. It's got I love the little like kind of ribbon that goes on it, like the boldly brewed for every adventure. I don't know what it is. All the Edmonton breweries have this like slogan they put on all their cans. Like Sea Chains has that with like the yeah. was like crush, crush cans. beers not dr- crush beers not, not dreams. I'm like crush dreams, not beer. I'm like I'm getting yeah. my fucking slogans crush mixed beer up. Is not dreams. <laughs> I like that they all have that on like their beers. That's pretty fun. Um, the, I, the colors on this are great, and I love how the color of that of that slogan is actually in green, kind of like uh, a beat itself with like the green leaves with like the, the leaves. Yeah, that's actually pretty smart. Um, yeah, this can I think it's really fun. It's definitely probably my favorite of the three. It's really colorful. Uh, the artwork on it's really really fun. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, it's really. I really like this artwork. I think it's like, even the headphones that the Beats wearing. It kind of looks like like Beats by Dre, and it's. I think it's really cool. Even like the amplifiers and the speaker stacks are like really vibrant. Like I don't know, this whole can just has like when you hold it in the light, it looks so much better. Um, I'm gonna kick off scoring on this. This gets an eight for me. This is really cool artwork that they do, especially that they work there. It's also yeah. really fun that you get to like actually see your artwork progress. That's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm, high, I'm positive. I'm actually a little bit higher than even nine. I think it's fantastic. Love it. Um, if it had a little bit more like technical detail and stuff, I feel like I might might even lean more towards a ten. But mm-hmm. um, as it stands, it's pretty plain. Like it's got the artwork on it, but doesn't have a whole other lot of busy stuff on it going on. But you know, it really makes the sticker pop. Like it's very shiny, very metallic. Um, looks really really sweet. And uh, now we get to do the fun task of of cracking the beer. So Tom, oh, yeah. did you want to be the uh, the first one? Absolutely. To, to crack this one? Oh, and the ASMR, are you ready? And I kind of three, two, one, crack them. Oh, nice crack. Let's give it a smell. Oh, it smells great. It smells like a very, oh, wow, pours like pink, like dark pink. Mm-hmm. That's a good sign. So you know it's good. <laughs> so you know it's good. Yeah. It's like a ingredients like on a... here. Sorry, go on, John. I was going to say, it's like a pouring a V8. <laughs> yeah did you have your v8 today <laughs> i just wanted to say for ingredients so it is barley beets wheat hops water yeast they so also say it's nice. vegan friendly on it which is kind of cool mm-hmm. so if you're one, i don't know a beer that really consumer. isn't vegan yeah i know but uh it's kind of interesting they put it on that I, I i guess if you were someone who wasn't sure i guess you could be like yeah. good to know it just smells like a sour mm. now let's taste it mm. Man, this is really good. It's different. Yeah, it's that's it's it's fascinating. I find like um it's also note that this is a this is classified as a kettle sour too, so they're kind of made using like a slightly different bacteria as well too. They kind of tend to be like um kind of more tart and acidic but kind of like not as like rich in flavor. And I think this is kind of I, I was expecting something almost more like a V8 like very vegetable uh, no, but it's really sweet. It's it's really good. It actually has kind of a nice plain taste to it. It is kind of there is a bit of a bland. You can kind of taste like that the like beets. Yeah, you can get that kind of sweet, earthy kind of like. Yeah, I would like say more of like an earthy vegetable. sweet. Yeah, it's like yeah, a root. It reminds me of like kind of a mix between like a sour and almost like a um 
like a Belgian wit or something. Like it's giving you that kind oh. of grassy taste to it that mm-hmm. you get with like a wheat beer or like a, something of that elk or a Kolsch, but you're getting it in this, which is, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not super. It's sour, but not like super. I'm not like, Oh man, I'm getting more of that grassy flavor. It's like a, it's yeah. kind of like I'm getting like a like when you're smoking like a joint or anything like you get the kind of ashy part at the end. It's like kind of like yeah. it's like I it's like someone was like smoking a cigarette and they like ashed out my beer. It's not bad though. It just like gives it a little bit of like a like a zip, a little zip zang. I expect that's what the old Tim Hortons coffees must have tasted like in the '80s back when you could smoke in the in the in the Newfoundland. Shop. I believe you can still smoke in Tim Hortons. Is that true? Wow. There's one apparently that's like that's like it's like sealed off though the section like it's double doored like vacuum sealed wow so you have to like go through one door close it and then open the other (laughs) and then it's like ventilated but yeah you can still smoke inside at a tim's apparently i was told speaking about beets and turnips the uh newfoundland turnip instagram account is uh one of my favorites that's such a great one. <laughs> the like the comics they do with the two guys. I I, I, yeah. I I read those and I crack up. They're so funny. People listening who don't know, they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Maybe I'll mention it in the show notes. I like, don't know. I don't think I, that's a fairly popular page. Oh, is it? I know okay, other man. people that know about the Newfoundland. This obscure account called the Chive. You may not, may not have heard about. Oh it. yeah. The, oh my god. You may not have never seen the shirt that... before. Keep calm and carry on. See, it's kind of. Oh a... god. I remember when Letter Kenny started making fun of the tribe, and I used to laugh so hard. It's like you see a truck drive by, and he's got keep calm tribe on. You know that guy fucking jerks off six times a day. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking died laughing. Holy shit! <laughs> oh god. Well, I gotta say, this sour. I like it. It's good. What do you think, Tom? It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not really like, the whole beatness of it. I, I remember when I first, I'm like, you really want this? And I remember like even the guy that the at the bartender, he was like, he's like, just give it a try. And I was like, all right. And I'm like, fuck, sure. And I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. I remember who I was with. She loved this. She's like, this sour is probably one of the best. And I was like, mm, well, yeah. I'm not a sour person. Yeah. Like I may have like a sour personality, but like. <laughs> All right. Well, are you feeling the score? I'm feeling the score. Shoot. I'm giving it a nine. I think this is amazing. Wow. Fantastic. Simple to the point. Good. Um, very mild. I mean, this is, I think, a 5% ABV. Not yep. too acidic, not too tart. It's actually pretty, pretty good. You're getting a little bit of grassiness. I like that kind of mix of those, as I mentioned, kind of the Belgian wit style, kind of spicy, grassy sharpness to it. Um, it's got some kind of zip to it, but it's not overtly tart, which I kind of like. It's actually a very smooth drinking experience. And um, I love the presentation of it too. Um, it's very kind of almost like, I mean, it's very opaque. It's it's like a kind of like a very dark red pink um, mm-hmm. Kind of like a V8 color, honestly. That's why I kind of expected more of like a vegetable. I guess usually you'd get like kind of like a carrot juice, but you don't get it with this. So it was very unexpected, but I, I really dig it. I think this is a very nice change of pace. I like sours that, you know, do something a little bit different. So I, I'm, I'm a fan of this. Nice. I'm going to give it a 7.5. I think you're right. It is very smooth. Like mm-hmm. for drinking, even for me, I can drink this pretty fast. It's not too, I wish it was a little bit more tart though, in one sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you. I feel like it's kind of missing. It's very approachable in one sense. Yeah. Because I think if you didn't like sours or anything like that, this would be like a great option. 
Yeah, I actually agree. Yeah, it's actually like it's it's more mild than I thought. Like this could be a really good entry sour for people because you're not getting it, that like, like I think warhead the whole sourness. Yeah. Yeah, I like kind of like that somewhat, but yes. I think also it might be a little bit off putting. I think it's more of like a decision from like the whole beet flavor, like what beet juice beer? Like, what is this? Like Patagonia something? Oh, Dwight, Dwight must love this, yeah. Beer, I guess Dwight Shrew. This is a Dwight, <laughs> yeah, this is a Dwight beer. <laughs> yeah, so uh, likely to recommend Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. <laughs> likely to recommend have again. I'm giving it an eight, I think it's really recommendable at the same time. There are other sours where I'd be like, go try this more. Like, I, I mean, it's hard. To, it's not fair to be like, well, out of the sours we've had, we've had some like 10 out of 10s. I would. But, you know, honestly, there's some sours where I'm like, have this sour. This one, I would recommend it probably mostly on novelty too. Like, oh, a beet sour. I, I think that's really cool. And so that gives a lot of of, of bonus points. But um, I wouldn't be like, you have to run out and get this. Like, there are other sours out there that flavor-wise would pair similar to this without kind of the novelty Um of the beet flavor but i would still recommend it how, how about you tom um i'm giving it a 7.5 again i feel like if you do like your sours i feel like you'd like it even if you kind of don't i think you wouldn't like mind trying it yeah definitely definitely it's something i would say if you ever go to this brewery i'd say try it because it's definitely something different yeah i, I do like bad. that like it's it's fun to see a brewery like try create like a, a unique flavor that's not out there or at least that one that i that we haven't had before or haven't seen before i can't recall any other brewery doing a a beet sour although i'm i'm probably sure there is one out there so anyone that could do one like that and it's like very uncommon i'm i'm always a fan um so that was a pretty good one to kick off with and now we're going to be talking uh we're mixing it up we're doing the stout next so we're doing the there's no real title for this beer. I guess it's barrel aged strong beer, fill number two, base peanut butter chocolate stout, um, yep. barrel. It's in the Elijah Craig bourbon whiskey barrel, and it's just got a lot of technical information. I guess this is like a series of it. Looks like a series of stouts. Or uh, they just if you it. order this on top, they just you just say peanut butter chocolate stout. Oh, so peanut butter chocolate stout is probably the name of it. They just that's different. it. Yeah, they I don't different. know what the. I'm sorry. Like, there's fill number two, and yeah. it's. Like there's a lot on here for stats. It shows the barrel. I I assume that maybe they did like different di additions. Mm -hmm. of oh it, yeah, or maybe they did them in different there's barrels. Different kind of barrels and stuff. Yeah, like, like I said, when you go up when you go upstairs, you can see all the barrels though. Oh really? That's in. cool. That's so cool. it's like kind of cool. I just realized that the last time I was there, I was like, oh, this is cool to have. Like, someone thought it was just like aesthetic that they had. I'm like, oh no, they actually there's our function because you can see the aerators on top. Yeah. You can see them bubbling a little. It's got some interesting stats, SRM 40. So it's, this is a pretty dark beer. It's got a 25 mm. IBU, notably more bitter than the last one we've had. Or actually, but not 25, so bitter. It's, it's actually pretty, yeah, it's actually not bad. It's it's pretty comparable to what we just had. 6% um, ABV, marginally stronger. Um, classified as a strong beer. It's also, um, you know, bourbon whiskey aged. Like I'm kind of expecting it's going to have, um, like when we had that like Molson JP Weiser's beer, I kind of feel like it's yeah. going to have a little bit of that whiskey kind of oh. zip to it, but it's in a peanut butter chocolate stout. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how the, the peanut butter chocolate stout flavor pairs. It's going to be, this is like Christmas in a can, in my opinion, mm. the way that you like, like chocolate alcohol. Yeah. If it's going to taste kind of like some of those like Christmas style stouts, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. This can be cool kind of though. It kind of has a Christmas-esque to it, like the red, blue, and green. It kind of has a yeah. Christmas light or like an ornament. 
Yeah, it's got some funky like artwork going on here. I don't even really know how to describe it. It looks like a like braille art. It's like braille. <laughs> it's like a bunch of like different kind of shaped dots. Um, but I mean, it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's got the color of, scheme I, is wild. Yeah, I, I like uh, yeah all the text and everything's different colors, so the light shines on it. It really kind of pops out. It's very chrome, um, very shiny. Um, I, I probably mm. like this the least out of all the cans. So, what do you think? Yeah, I don't like it as much, but I think it, they did kind of like it. Definitely caught. My, I remember I had a hard time trying to find this though in the fridge because I was like, yeah. I want a can of the chocolate peanut. He's like, Oh, it's right there. I'm like, Where? And I'm like, I can't really. I'm like, he's like, no, it's that one. I'm like, what? Oh, and then I can kind of. He's like, you idiot! It's the white can, white can with dots on it. You know, like. Well, on, not even. Stuff. But he's like, I, he kind of said, he's like, I know it's kind of hard because it just says, a lot. The only thing I read was Elijah Craig Bourbon Whiskey, and I was like, cool, I didn't that. <laughs> and then he's like, no, no, that's the one. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, is that what it's called? And he's like, no, that's just the bear. And then I was like, okay. Yeah, that's a bit confusing. Sure. But for a, a kind of standard label with just like for a for a release a small batch release or whatever it does look pretty nice presentation very colorful um so i do dig it so i gave it a score i gave it a seven and a half i like that i like the presentation of it i'm not a really fan of like the style and artwork but for they it's could have been way cheaper they could have just done like a simple sticker like this they could have written a damn pen but they went for actually no, something that you know what slick. they did it better than just write it in pen <laughs> They actually made a sticker and they put it on the can and it looks nice. Yeah. It's it's so it's it's got more more going on. So I, I went seven and a half. I'll agree with that. Mm. So I guess uh, now it's my time to um to crack it. Oh. oh, actually, before I crack it, as I always do, I forgot to give the uh, social media scores for the last beer. So if you're curious about Beats, what did the masses think of Beats? Well, pretty popular beer, three point six six on Untapped. Okay. And a 3.91, which is a 66 poor. Oh, sorry, not 66 poor. It's a 3.91, but no, um, no average score because not enough reviews. But so pretty pretty high reviews on the um the sour. Anyhow, this one should note has no reviews. I I couldn't find anything on untapped. Really? Oh, because it's like a seasonal. Yeah, it's pretty limited. Yeah. So we're gonna be the ones judging. You know, this will be the public record of this beer. Exactly. (laughs) And I guess uh I'll go ahead and uh, crack this one. So ASMR, uh, get ready. Folks at home, if you're playing along, get ready. On the count of three, two, one, crack them. Also, this is a stout. Just remember we're following our C category rating as well. Well, I'm pouring it in a frosted glass. That was Oh, smell it, John. Oh my god, the chocolate, it has like a chocolate banana thing going on. Is it banana? No, it's not. Pe- oh, okay, I'm getting the peanut butter. Peanut butter. I should note, my all-time favorite stout, historically, has been the whitewater peanut butter stout, one of my favorites. Um, this smells great. This smells phenomenal. Yeah. Um, there is no real cascade effect here. I'm getting a little bit, but it's um, it's got a big head on it. I had no head on mine. I didn't pour it very hard. Um, there is very slight carbonation level. The color on this, though, is very dark. Yeah, this is a dark holding one. up to the light. This has to be the darkest because even on the edges, I don't see anything. Um, let's see how it tastes. Mm. Mm. That's good. Oh, man. That's a hit. I really like this. I think the peanut butter flavor in it's very good. Like it's um, it's, it's not too artificially sweet. It doesn't taste too overwhelming. 
I like the Whitewater peanut butter stout, but it has a lot of critics. People don't like the fact that it's very sweet. I've had that other really? San Francisco, the small can peanut butter stout with the beaver on it. I thought that was good. I, I had, had that at fucking in Calgary. Yeah, I, I brought I brought some home with me when I when I came back. I was in the plane. I did a a bonus episode on it on on one of the cold shots, and I liked it. But another beer that I think is polarizing because it was very peanut butter. This one it's it's kind of mild. It's there. It's you smell the peanut butter. The taste is there, yes. but it's not overwhelming, which I like. And a light bourbon taste. Oh yeah, I think the bourbon. I'm actually tasting more more of like the light bourbon flavor than I am like any of the like the peanut butter is there, but. It's the chocolate balance. is like kind of like it's like chocolate bourbon, I would say. Oh, I love it, this. This is so good. It's like those Christmas alcoholized candies. Like you got the that's what I'm saying. The, the rum and stuff. Like this is like the whiskey yeah. one. The chocolate, and then they have like like fucking like oh what like brandy in it. I remember my dad. Oh, yeah. was, I remember my dad once he cracked them all open just to drink what was inside. Oh, what a fucking that's the chocolate. Yeah. Like bro, yeah. just go buy some like bottle of brandy like i remember oh, him like like it looked like a bunch over like a glass and he's like trying to pour it into i'm like are you fucking kidding me like bro go to lcbo what are you doing <laughs> i was like i don't want the chocolate <laughs> go get some remy martin or whatever like <laughs> oh yeah, my dad was a character, though, to say the least. I got to say, as a kid, I used to get a big kick out of eating those candies because I'm like, oh, I'm a bad boy. I'm having, like, alcohol. <laughs> ooh, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so naughty. <laughs> oh, God, you got to put context. Yeah, you got to put context into that. <laughs> context. I was, like, yeah. 11 years old, folks. I was not. Yeah, uh, phrasing. Yeah, this, this, was, this was 12 months ago. <laughs> I say this every time I eat the candy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <bad boy. laughs> such a bad boy as i'm like slamming these um taste wise this is great i love it love this i yeah. really like this um everyone that i've i remember trying to tell someone else about it she another friend of mine she was like oh this is like really good i was like i'm kind of glad that you made me try to try this because i thought it'd be like super sweet mm -hmm. i'm like but it's not it's very it keeps to the stout characteristics. Like the chocolate taste is there. The content is there at 6%, I feel. I find this a bit on the sweeter side, actually. I don't find it too bitter. I don't find this too sweet, to be honest to me. I also like sweet things. but I think it's pretty late for a stout. Like, well, it's a 6%, but it's not like a... You're not getting like... Maybe because like it's got like chocolate, like whiskey flavors we kind of associate with like more holiday stouts and those ones tend to be heavy like those ones can get up to like 10 to 12 percent some of those like at least the ones i've had like the big special bottle ones the bottle releases whenever you see a stout in oh, a yeah. bottle you're like oh fuck this is gonna yeah. give me a hangover it's tomorrow i got you fucked right up <laughs> it's like that i gotta drink 750 milliliters of this yeah. awesome love and this it's like me. imperial stout that's gonna annihilate you and your family <laughs> But uh, yeah, this one is a nice kind of more mild option. Um, I dig it though. What do you think in a T-score? I'm giving this a nine. Excuse me. Wow. Um, yeah, definitely nine. This is, I don't know. This, I remember I tried this. I was like, oh my God, I want to submerge myself into this. I want to drown in this, John. That's how I want to die. Oh man. Do I want to give it a nine? I'm, I like this a lot. I'm going to give it an 8.5. I'm very close. That's I'm fair. a little, 
I kind of like That's would fair. like to try this without the like barrel bourbon whiskey aged. I would like to have it as like a peanut butter stout on its own. I will. Terms. I will say this is also poured on nitro at the brewery, which makes a difference if you're having it on nitro. It's more Huge creamier. Difference. It's it's definitely got a different Huge consistency difference. to it. I could see this being a very good nitro stout for sure. I would love to see more breweries do nitro stouts and cans because there are some that do that. Like the Calaboogie stout tells you to yeah. shake it when you have it, which goes against all yeah. pre- preconceived notions. Or pour hard. Yeah, That's they what say some like, of them say. They'll say like shake it vigorously and you're like, I don't want to like the beard explode because you're so used to that instinctively not to do that. But nitro beers, you're supposed to do that because it's what helps get like the, I don't know what the science is supposed to is, just pour the or pour the can like directly upside yeah, down because they don't they don't foam up as hard but they the way they kind of the beer compresses i don't know i'm not a fucking scientist, the way the but, nitrogen atoms yeah coagulate fucking magnets how do they work i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it was the sky blue ricky <laughs> oh god um likely to recommend well i would recommend this i think pretty strongly i'm gonna give it a nine recommendation this is like i would definitely say people should try this especially your stealth will, fan like oh god yeah i think alex would have loved this oh yeah he would have been like he'd be like this is a few god's of serum <laughs> how about you what, what do you think of recommendation I'm giving this an 8.5 recommendation that some people might not like the whiskey barrel so much, yeah, but I enough. feel like the chocolate and like the way that it's presented, and it's the flavoring of this was what really wowed me when I first tried this, and I think I'd urge people to try this, definitely. While it's still around, there might be another can coming out next, now it's December, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, there could be another uh, like release coming. Um, what do you think um, in terms of, uh, are you going to give it any uh, modifier at all? I want to, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna give it modifier. I think it's really good though. But I'm very like, nothing good. about it that, like even the peanut butter. There's a lot of peanut butter stats out there. Nothing about it really makes me scream wanting to give it a modifier. But it's it's a it's like the precipice. It's like just under the modifier criteria for me. I feel like but it's overall, touching, like Icarus. Yeah, but overall, I think like we rated it like pretty good. So can't uh, can't be too upset by it. Yeah, and I've still got a little bit left over. I think it's going to be my post-pod laundry, as I like to put it, laundry beers. You know, it's going to be my oh, post-pod laundry. Beer. laundry. Oh, oh, do you have laundry? Nice. Yeah, I had to wash all my wash? sweaters. I oh, both. nice. It's yeah, nice having my own washer and dryer, finally. Or, oh, yeah, because before you were in a building, so you must have shared, like, yeah, a room. I had to share the fucking... And I hate it. I remember they sold me like, oh, there's machines on each floor. I'm like, oh, perfect. I don't have to go to like, I can just go on my level. And then I realized it's just a washer, one washer, one dryer on every floor. Oh, really? And I'm That's like, terrible. This is this is the worst. You're Why wouldn't boy, you just have Tuesday a Tuesday at eleven? I'm gonna wash my clothes. It's like people are busy. You're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, pretty much it was handy because when I worked at night shift, I was like, I could scapegoat it in in the morning. But I was yeah. like, any when I go into like a normal job, I was like, oh, everyone uses it at the same fucking time. I had to go to like a different floor anyways to use it. Yeah. I, I Yeah. In unit laundry, it's like changes your life. It's like, oh, being able to just, you know, do it whenever. Although our old apartment, we there was a room because it was like a three story house. So it was like upstairs, mm-hmm. kind of like main level and then basement. We were basement. And so we all shared the same room, the same two machines. Um, the only oh. issue is that 
at the time I was still working the grocery store. I worked nights now we were both students. So we were up late, like night owls, the guys, the folks above us, like had more conventional nine to five schedules. They'd get so mad. Cause sometimes I'd be like downstairs, like, you know, making noise, you know, getting laundry going. And like one time that he well, was that's like, the whole point. You're in the basement. You can make all the noise you want. Oh yeah. I was kind of, yeah. There was one time I went, I think I closed the door too loud. And the guy came downstairs, which at the time we were like, all right. But now I think back on it. I'm like, what a fucking dick. Like who gives a shit? Like, I've never had a problem with neighbors with noise, to be honest. Like, it's never been a big problem for me. I'm like, you know what? You're downstairs. You can just make all the noise you want. Who gives a shit? I don't know. The well, the first house I lived in Edmonton, that was the only time I ever had complained about noise. Also, like, when I was yeah. working, well, the other time was when I was working nights. Because of my old apartment, I remember I was right by the elevator. I was on a main floor. And they, like the the soundproofing was like next to Not, none. Yeah, so you hear. Everything. They were doing like a lot of new like renovations, and I was like, okay, you guys didn't tell me about this before I moved in. Like this is kind of bullshit. They're like, oopsie doopsie. Actually, oh sorry, uh, we want your money. My bad. <laughs> uh oh, hot dog. I find with our place, like I don't hear much at all downstairs or up. Like I don't know if they hear much upstairs either, but like I don't know. I guess it depends on the build of the of where you're at too. Like if it's got really solid walls and stuff, I don't know how that shit works. But that's all to say. We're now on our last beer of the day, which is the mm-hmm. Megawatt Nipa, the New England IPA. This one's a six percent ABV. It is a thirty IBU beer. This one also mm-hmm. has an award. It won a Canadian International Beer Award. Um, I don't know which particular award it won, but I don't know if it was gold. I don't know if it was silver, but it won an award. Which is looks like fun. it's silver, just because of colorway. Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Um, should note as well too. It's got a description. It says the haze craze continues with this super juicy IPA. This thirst quenching beauty is loaded with copious amounts of El Dorado and Citra hops. While boasting a relatively low bitterness, this is lights out, delicious, and full of juicy hop power. Ooh, this sounds pretty good. You can good. see it's, why I picked this, John. I uh, I love the artwork on this. This is dope with the light bulbs, like the kind of sketching yeah, like, style. Like, yeah, and they're all like breaking because of overpowering. Yeah, I, it's got the same design as the um, the sour, which I guess a lot of their beers probably have that style, I presume. But I like this. I, I'm actually, this is warmed up to me. I like the artwork on it. I think it looks really sharp mm-hmm. with the kind of exploding bulbs. Um, this it's, re- sorry, it's making good use on. of the space, I think. And the yellow looks really solid, kind of the gold yeah. that we have on it. True enough. I think that's more in reference to the beer. Yeah. Like, you can see on, like, back onto, like, the beet sour, like, the red that they use, it's, like, pretty, like, try to say for colorway. And I think they use the yellow more because that's what the beer kind of looks like. I kind of wanted to say this reminds me of like the Metallica song, Hit the Lights. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hit the lights. Yeah, this is, I like the different kind of bulbs they have too. They have like kind of like a regular, like nine watt, whatever bulb. And they got like a porch bulb. They have like a long, long one. It's kind of fun. A long boy. Long boy. (laughs) A long boy. No, it's like these old style bulbs that you don't really see too often anymore. Yeah, it's like old like Edison like bulbs or whatever. It looks it looks really slick. The the yellow on it really pops. I'm warmed up to this. I when I saw this can, I liked it, but I wasn't as high on it. But now that we're like looking at it, holding it up in kind of light, it's really slick. It looks really sharp. I'm gonna give it an eight. I feel like this is on par. 
I'm going to give it a 8.5. I don't know if I like it as much as the beat one, but it's really good. I really am a fan of the design they go for, like the labeling, the position of everything on it. It's really well done. And I think... Yeah, um, I definitely... Sorry, go on. I think uh, you're up next to... Uh, oh, trust me, John. Pop the oh, old beer. <laughs> ASMR, welcome back. ASMR. ASMR, pay attention. Come on, go on. Stay away. Back there. I heard a fucking ruckus. <laughs> I heard a ruckus. You know, mess with the bull... Well, get the horns. Get the horns. <laughs> Man, I haven't watched that movie in ages. Oh, yeah, me neither. I haven't. It's been a while since I've uh, seen that, but. I forgot what movie I watched recently. Oh, I, I'll talk to this after the crack of the beer. But anyhow, ASMR. And they kind of three, right. two, one, crack them. Ooh, good pop. Ooh, that, was, that smells pretty good. Nice little oh, mild yeah. hops. It's very hoppy. You can smell it. I don't know. I think it's actually like pretty, like a, it's 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 there, but it's it's a nice it's a nice uh, sweet smell to it. I keep pouring. This Coming back in my... reference to the can, like the same colorway that it is, has that yellowness to it. It is yeah. not as hazy. You can still see through it. Yeah, pretty um, mild color. But... Yeah, it's like it's not very dark. Nope, it's almost like lager color. Yeah, I almost call it like a lager, like a yeah. It's like a little hazier than a lager, but like only faintly. Um, minimal head, but it's still sticking around. I like the mm. smell of it. And let's see how it tastes. I like this. <sighs> yeah. I very, love this. Very breezy, like very breezy. Mild. It's got like a breezy taste. It's not like heavy. It's the, the hops, the hot, the balance of the hops in this thing is, is wild. It's like, there's like no aftertaste. This thing is like in and out. It's clean. That's yeah. I think that's a good way. Like I, I call the breezy clean. I think clean's a good way to call it. It feels the, very, very well balanced, very juicy, very sweet too. It's a very sweet IPA. Uh, it's, I it's love nice. this. It's 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 and definitely the, got a little bit of um, citrus, but not not really. To me, it's not overly very, powerly. It's got kind of like a sweet kind of back end kind of finish to it. <sighs> This tastes different on draft. I will say that. In what way do you mean? I feel like it's a little heavier. Interesting. On yeah. draft. It's kind of, yeah, this to me, this is very mild. And this, this is a is 6%. Very light. This has got to be one of the most mild 6% beers I've ever had. Because this tastes like, this could come across to me as like a 5, yes, 4.5 like to 5%. It tastes like, like a, a session. session. Yeah, this tastes like a session. In the words of Leonard Skinner. They call me the breeze. They call me the breeze. Um, Tom, you were talking about a movie before. You didn't get a chance to finish. With oh, that. I wanted to just watch this movie that came out of theater called The Menu. That I oh, with uh, Anya Taylor Joy or Ray Fiennes mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, it looks. Pretty my cool. mom told me she went to go see it, and my mom is a very whatever, very in line person. I would say <laughs> conventional tastes. Conventional person. I would. I say. feel like and the menu like, is like a mom. Everyone, everyone's mom's gonna go see the menu. I feel like it's like a. And she's like, this is not what I expected. She's like, this is a very weird movie. I'm like, this sounds right up my alley. It looks cool. Yeah, I like the style of it. It's I think it's written by the one of the writers on Succession, so it's very like satirical, biting, classic. So it has a bit of like looks like a little bit of class satire elements. It's been a big year for like those kind of movies poking fun of rich people, like Triangle of Sadness. A lot of kind of comedies coming out that are like, ha, look how hypocritical and bad rich people are, and that seems to be very in vogue right now, but. Everyone's hyped for the new uh, the Sight and Sound released their top movies of all time list, and uh, 
Oh god. Make a point on film Twitter. Oh yeah. I always like comparing the critic list to the um, director list because the director list is way more like fun movies. It's more like conventional movies, I find, and it's kind of fun how one influences the other. But I don't know. It's all it's all inside baseball, I guess. Inside baseball. I said I said the term inside baseball in like a class, and one of my students is like, "What are you talking about? Like, what is that?" Mean? I was like, "What?" Well, because they they were like a foreign student, they didn't know what inside like oh. inside baseball is just like, oh, it's very insular, like it's sort of like a. Okay, that's different. If you I know, you like, know, type. T- and I, I was like, okay, like, that was a that was a bad term to use. I thought Tamantha was wondering what that meant, and I was <laughs> like, come on, Tamantha. Tamantha. <laughs> We're naming our next my dog Tamantha. Yeah, that's my girl name, Tamantha. Tammy. Tamantha. Yeah, no, Tamantha. Tamantha. Someone used to call me as my girl name was Thumbelina. Oh, I love Thumbelina, like the movie. Yeah, yeah that's a great movie too. Marry the mole. <laughs> yeah (laughs) man another unhinged like children movie another don bluth movie i think the same guy did the secret of nim did uh yes i believe you're correct on that i want to watch the secret of nim after after watching little nemo john i have to go through my childhood fever dream movies (laughs) yeah watch the never-ending story Watch, uh, oh god, watch the dark crystal, yeah. Dark watch, crystal, yeah. and I want to watch The Last Unicorn again. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. That movie is severely fucked. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is like a cool movie. I remember, I remember in grade three watching that movie, John, and I remember, like, oh, this is like a cheesy movie. I remember this, Kato's fucking was like. I want to, this is my favorite movie. And I remember watching, like, oh my God, this is like, yay, like Charlie the Unicorn, kind of like, yay, Charlie. That's what I thought it was going to be like. like nope. And then I'm like, this movie is fucking dark. <laughs> it's like, oh, Watership Down. It's cute rabbits. No, not so much. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. It's got some shit. I remember a man died suffocating in a tree that came to life because her tits were too big. Wow. That's in the movie. That's in, That's the movie? in it. Wow. In The Last Unicorn. Man, what is wrong with Japan? Like, <laughs> wait, is this a Japanese wanna, movie or is this like a maybe? Maybe <laughs> not racist. Based on your description, it sounds like it is. Like I'm leaning towards Japanese, but That's it might not racist. be. <laughs> I don't think it's like, based on the subject matter involved. Based on what's happening here, I'm suggesting it's I'm making Japanese. an inference. I'm making an inference based on a priori knowledge. Anyways, uh, we're getting off topic. Megawatt Nipa, what do we think? Tastes good. I'm a fan. Great, great, great. Nipa. You know me love, by love now. Yeah, this I, I, is a beer. Yeah. This is great. I'm uh, coming pretty hot. Give it a nine. I think it's awesome. This I will is... agree with you on that, John. I'm giving oh. this a nine as well. Yeah, this is fantastic. This is a really well done Nipa for what it's giving you. It's good balance of hops. Really, really nice, clean finish. Very crushable. Um you know mix of it's sweet but it's not overwhelming kind of the ba- it, it's got like a really good balance overall good package um description like says like it's got juicy hop it's very juicy but um yeah very low bitter it's very mild um nice nice um difference for some of the usual nipas which are very citrus forward are very strong are very bitter this one is like it doesn't taste like you're just drinking a fucking grapefruit or an orange. Like some of the Nipas, I love them. God love them. But they're like, they taste like someone just took a lemon and God, like a grapefruit God and squeezed them. it in. 
This one is like, nope, it tastes more of its own thing, and I love it. Likely to recommend, though? Oh, my God. I kind of want to give it a good score. I think it's pretty recommendable. I would definitely recommend this to someone for Nipa's. And have it again. What do you got to give it for a recommendation? 8.5. Nice. I, I'm i going to give it I'm gonna give it the same 8.5. I think you're in the same camp. 8.5. I could see giving it higher, too. I, 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 like I could it. I see some good. IPA snob being like, whoa. You can't really taste the new the Eldorado hops as well as you'd I like think, to. And like, think, shut, shut the fuck up. I think IPA snobs would actually really like this. I think it's like really well, incredibly well made Nipa. I think it's like, there's so many, I feel like I like IPAs, but there's a lot of Nipas out there now. Every brewery's doing their Nipa. And I feel like so many Nipas are like, giving you the same, like I, I just describe, I just say the word Nipa and you can already imagine the beer you're going to have. And so many craft breweries, that's exactly the beer you're drinking. This one is not like that at all. And I love that. And that's why I'm going to give it a modifier. I think it's great. Hot fucking damn. I'm not time? giving it the mod. Ooh. Oh, fair enough. It's uh, I think we graded it pretty fairly, all things considered. Yeah. Man, these are great beers. Man, good pick. Yeah, good I episode. figured... This is a episode I've been looking forward to. Good variety. I don't know. This yeah, brewery was yeah. really good when I went to it. I'm like, this is my new spot now. This is the bartender there, Graham. He's a great guy. I talk basketball with him. I'm like, this oh, is nice. the, you're my new best friend. <laughs> you know, you want to go bowling, Graham? <laughs> yeah. Like you and me should get an apartment together. <laughs> yeah, the odd couple. Yeah, this is great. I mean, all these beers, nice variety too. We got sours. We got the kind of small batch stouts. We got flagship Nipas, all of them wildly different, all of them incredible, even in their own lane amongst other competitor beers, all of them punching very high. So this was a very, very nice, nice episode and like very good quality of drinks too. got to say town and country. Like it's kind of I feel bad because when you Google town and country, town the square. First, Town Square. Oh, yeah, with town and country is the uh, Dominion City beer. My bad. When you Google town square, uh, the first thing you get is like bad reviews from like seven years ago about their menu before they changed it all. And I'm like, that's not fair because this brewery makes very good beer. Like these are great beers, incredible stuff. And their uh, menu really- is okay. Like it's small. Like I don't care. I tell everyone this: your menu, your food menu, if you're that like kind of a size of a brewery. Doesn't have to be something spectacular. No, yeah, no. Look at the sea change. They do subs. That's it. Yeah. And hot dogs. That's well, all yeah, you like, get. If you go to the other location, it's just tacos. That's oh, a, yeah. That's it. Take you, take it or leave it. If you go to like here in Ottawa, if you go to Tooth and Nail, it's like very small. It's like little shareable platters, charcuterie, you know, small stuff like that. Um, you know, notch like very very small plates. It's not like big meals, and a lot, I feel like a lot of craft breweries people focus too much on the food. Like it's a brew pub, and that can that can be good. But like, if I'm going to a craft beer place, I'm primarily focused on the beer itself, not so much, you know, trying to get a meal out of it. So I, I don't really I don't really focus on that as much. So at I believe at Town Square they have meat pie, and they have nachos. Really? Yeah. Well, that sounds amazing. That's it. Yeah, when pop- I come back, okay. we're going there. We're getting some. We're getting some tortillas. Get some yeah. tortillas and some. Uh, I don't know if it's like a tortier though. I think it's more like a Lebanese meat pie. Oh, you're saying like a cheese or meat pie? Yeah. Yeah. Get some get some zatar on there. Oh. 
Yeah, sorry, exactly like that. That's what I nice. think it's more like. Oh, I don't man, think I it's more like Tortier. Tortier now, is pretty sacred in my household. This megawatt Nipa would pair very well with like a Zatar spiced like pie. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, Sandrella. I'm imagining it. I'm manifesting it in my mind and it tastes very good. I will be meat pie. I will be called bro when I walk into Sandrella's. <laughs> and folks listening, you're probably thinking, okay, well, this beer sounds pretty good, Megawatt Nipa. What do the masses have to say? And folks, the masses have answered and they love this beer. Beer advocate, not enough scores to give it a full ranking, but it's got a 3.81 average and untapped a 3.86. Damn, that is a high score for a Nipa on untapped. That is incredible. Very good. Like if it was over a four, I'd be like standing ovation. Like for a Nipa, that's pretty good. Um, overall, these were all very good beers, and the scores are in. We do have a winner, but gotta say, all these are punching above an eight. So these were all very good beers. Let's start off with Beats or Beats by Sinden. I gave it an eight point seven. I was pretty high on this one. Wow. Tom gave it a 7.7, which gives it an 8.2. Pretty fair. I don't know. I we're That's a pretty big score difference between us, like a full point score. We're usually much closer than that, but I loved it. But overall, your score is a 7.7. It's still very high, so we liked it. Just you, I liked it way more than you did, but 8.2, pretty good. Next, we go to the stout or whatever you want to call it, barrel-aged, fill two, Stout in the Elijah Craig bourbon whiskey uh, barrel, whatever you want to call it. The small batch stout we had, the peanut butter chocolate stout. We both gave it an 8.3. So guess what, folks? It's an 8.3. I dig it. I actually think that's like a pretty, pretty solid love score. It. Yep, I love it. Megawatt Nipa. Where did we land? I gave it an 8.8. But guess what? Tom gave it an 8.5, which gives that one an 8.65, which means Megawatt Nipa wins 8.65. Coming in second place, the Stout at 8.3 and the Beats at 8.2. I agree. This was, I can this agree. Beer, these beers rocked. The Megawatt Primo Chef's Primo. Kiss. Like, this was really Primo good. Primo Ice Cremo. What a good vibes episode. All these beers hit well. They sit well. Can't complain. They're very, very solid. Yeah, I'm like I said, I was very impressed when I went to this brewery. I was like, this is definitely my new favorite. That's close by. Sea Change will always be number one in my heart, but oh, this yeah. is definitely my close number two. This is like a new like sea change. It's like there's competition out there. You know, you're not an island yeah. amongst other breweries. Yeah. You thought you were safe, but no, no, we have there's... a competitor. Although the bent stick was pretty good. I had the blood, the blood orange. Shout out to the yes, uh, I listened listens. to that. Yeah, you listened to it, the blood orange. I listened to it this Chef's morning. <laughs> so folks, I was like, and they're like, we, the we did. I was like, oh, we think we did we do an episode? I'm like, yes, John, we did a whole episode about Ben Stick. Did we actually do a whole episode of Ben Stick? I've totally forgotten. Yeah. Which ones did we do? We did the electric boogaloo. Yes. We did the Pilsner. And then we did the uh, the long pole coffee. Ale. Oh my god, I fucking don't even remember. Man, we've done so many episodes now at this point. I'm like, who did we do the bed stick? They're like, yeah, we did it like uh-huh. March 2021. I'm like, okay, fuck, let's get you home, John. <laughs> let's get you to bed. <laughs> like, I don't know. I didn't know we did a bed stick episode. It was like fucking ages ago. <laughs> I mean, 
probably but like it wasn't it was actually like it was two months ago like oh fuck (laughs) a couple months ago but anyhow wait till we we start doing the same beers over again because we forgot about them like wow this uh this sea change mexican lager is really service is really good or it's like oh fuck we did this already oh fuck oh fuck (laughs) i wonder if people know about this Well, also, John, speak- I want to point it out that you have a very awesome YTV hoodie. Oh, yeah. That's from uh, Retro Kid. So shout out to Retro Kid on, I think they're on Instagram, but you can Google them. They do a bunch of Canadiana kind of throwback. Uh, they just recently dropped a uh, CBC Volume 3 with like Mr. Dress Up and uh, a bunch of stuff. Um, they do fun uh, apparels. And this was one of my favorites, the YTV sweater with it's got the arm. It's yeah. got the zone. The it's eye, got the zone. all the logos. All the white characters. I do want to pick up. They have a gray hoodie. It's um video arcade top ten. So that's yeah. what I'm going to. I would Featuring... like a Teletoon shirt, to be honest. Oh, I love yeah, I love that. Actually, they, I was um, a very big Teletoon kid growing up. The video arcade one they have, they got they had like a promo they did with Nicholas Pickles, the uh, former host of Video Arcade yeah. Top Ten. It's letter time. It's letter time. Oh man, what a... I always wanted to be on that show. I used to watch it as a kid. Man, all the time. Like, I wanted to be on. Video I can't believe you have. 30 minutes to get as far as you can in a game. And oh, kids man, would yeah. beat it. Oh, yeah. That's what was wild. I was like, like how far? Like, oh, it's your top score. Okay, J- Jesse, you've dominated. <laughs> you win a Rolex watch. It was like a fucking holographic underwater watch or whatever. Or <laughs> it was always the same prizes. <laughs> same with like, um, with uh oh, it was like you'd win the same fucking prizes all the time. It was the same. Yeah. Uh, you won a, a BMX glow in the dark yeah. bicycle. It's like, okay, yeah, sick. Yeah. You won a I mean, I wouldn't say no to that as a kid. Oh, yeah, the Primex yeah. fucking watches. And it was like yeah. this sick-looking watch. You're like, yo, this watch looks yeah. killer. I remember Video Cage Archive, you always got the green N64 in Donkey Kong Country. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. But um, I do, I am a big Teletoon fan because I, I always love Teletoon because Teletoon would show – they did a show called Animania, which was all the National Film Board cartoons. And I'm a big National Film Board fan. I used to love all those weird – national film board cartoons they do all the weird canadian shorts that you never hear about there were these weird cartoons that never saw anywhere else and they used to play all the mtv stuff at night like the head and the max and all that stuff they used to do like uh teletoon after dark yeah so it's like daria the head i used to love the max spawn all the like adult cartoons would be at night so that was fun yeah, they did yeah, a like lot of the, Adult Swim stuff. Even eleven years old, I'm like, yeah, I'm like so mature. Watching yeah, man, there. I'm telling you, like yeah, my like Dr. Pepper Dilbert. plate. Oh man, those are the days. Man, Dilbert. You know what my favorite show though, growing up though on Teletoon was was What's with Andy. What's with Andy? Whoa, whoa, what's with Andy? Orange rhymes with door hinge. <laughs> yeah, that's how I knew. Man, people are like nothing rhymes with orange, like it's door hinge. Cross your legs, do a dance. Or That's porridge. the way to keep dry pants. That's yeah, no, it's like, come on, Andy, do a dance. That's the way to keep dry pants. That's a yeah, okay, yeah, that was a good one. Brace face. They had a lot of good like Canadian cartoons that like man, no one, no Americans know about them. They're like, what is this show? They're like, oh, that that and Angela Anaconda used to be on there. Angela Anaconda, I used to love that with the weird like. Don't forget that Nanette Manoir. Nanette Manoir, yeah. 
Oh, no. I remember there was a lot. My name is Angela. It's ingrained in my head, the fucking music. Man. The theme songs, they're just ingrained. It's hard pressed. Again, another fever dream. Another, yeah. That if you if you told anyone about the show and showed them, they'd be like, "What are you talking about?" It's like, no, you had to be there. Johnny, a body. <laughs> Johnny is Nona. Only uses salami on her pizza. Oh man, Teletoon was so sick. They had like the, they had really good shows, and so they would have like the older shows too, like the Smoggies. They used to show. The, I used to be a big Smoggy. Oh man. Sun drops in the smog and the raccoons, which is a great Ottawa yeah. show, was was animated and filmed in Ottawa. Um, at my local, I think uh, the uh, the old film studio near my house, they used to make uh, I think the raccoons there. That's why they have them at the the old Hintenberger location, and uh, they, they the same studio animated uh, Heavy Metal, the famous. Well, that's right, the movie. Cartoon. Yeah, it was filmed was anim- all the animated sequences were in Ottawa, like the uh, bomber pilot sequence that was all made in local Fairmont Studios, which is pretty fun. I remember okay, so I remember once me and Tom Hacker were high on mushrooms together. And he's like, Okay, I'm like, okay, we have to watch heavy metal. This oh, is the so only good. way this movie's ever gonna make sense. <laughs> and we both watch it. And he looked at me and he's like, I don't know about you, but this movie is still fucked. <laughs> like, still still makes no sense. This is not making any more sense. But... I remember my uncle telling me he went to see it at a drive-in back in the day and he was like high on acid. Oh wow. And he was like, and I watched it with him. He looked at me, he's like, Can you turn it up? I was like, Yeah, sure. And he's like, Great like, is that a no the thing he's like I remember the music being way louder. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's probably the acid you're taking. <laughs> yeah, it's got a great soundtrack, though. King Complaints got awesome Dio yeah. songs. Yeah, there's it's a lot of Dio, like, a lot of yeah. Rainbow. Yeah, a lot of Rainbow. I'm the man on the Silver Mountain. Dur, 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 dur. Oh, man. Such a great movie. I want to watch that tonight. Oh, the Lochner Award? Classic. Yeah. What are you? I am the Loch <laughs> Have you ever seen, like, they made a sequel, Heavy Metal 2000? Yeah, 2001. Oh, is that what it? 2001. Okay. I remember they made, like, a sequel. Uh, Wasn't as good. Not yeah, as good. No, it's no. Mid. Very it's mid. It's very mid. <sighs> Anyhow, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We had a, this was, these were great beers. This, Man, these are great beers. I am going I to the brewery. In, I feel more refreshed life. after drinking them. They're doing a private event tonight, but I want to try and squeeze in a pint because my buddy Evan's coming down. Be like, you might know me from fam- some episodes as uh Yeah, you might know him from from the Edmonton Spotlight. Quebec Stouts. Uh, you'll know yeah. me. I'm a big deal in the local Edmonton beer craft community. Yeah. I'm uh, from the yeah. JD Power Award winning podcast. JD Power Award. <laughs> I'm a Jesse Ventura self acclaimed award winner. You might know me from some podcasts as domestic pints only. Are you telling me? Are you telling me I'm a Navy SEAL? Chris Kyle doesn't know about domestic pints only. There's a very great podcast I was on. I lived in Hawaii for two months. Two months. I'm telling you this now, okay? (laughs) People don't know this about me. Oh, fuck. (laughs) God bless him. Oh, my God. What a legend. 
Yeah, I've been I've been now targeted and TikTok by the cream of the crop Randy Savage channel. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, check out the Sea Truck Movie Podcast. They're still doing canon films. Yes. We're doing a bunch of Christmas kind of horror. Well, not just horror, but we're doing a bunch of movies for December. So we're doing uh, tomorrow. We're talking uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas, classic, uh, you know, animated movie. Classic hot topic movie. Classic. Yeah. A lot of emo girls love that movie. You know, shout out to emo girls. They love Nightmare Before Christmas. If you're in high school and you wanted to pull an emo girl, just tell her you're Jack Skeleton and she's Sally. (laughs) People, yeah, <laughs> that looking girl the, buckled her knees. Looking for the Sally to my Jack Skellington, yeah, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> add that to your Tinder line and you're you're golden, folks. Um, mm-hmm. so we're gonna be talking uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. We're also gonna be that's that's from Curtis Quinn Selection is a classic throwback, one of the greatest soundtracks ever. Uh, scores for a movie Home Alone. So we're talking Home Alone and my selection, great Canadian movie, great horror movie, classic slasher movie. Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. A scene where Margot Kidder, that a police station, Margot Kidder is like having has a can of 50 and she's crushing it. And like Just one of the few movie it. moments of a 50 appearing in a movie. So like probably the only ex- ex- moment a 50 has ever appeared in a movie. So um pretty great moment. Um gotta say. Shout out to Labat 50. Um another beloved beer of the pod. And yeah, we've got that coming out. Otherwise, uh, anything else you want to mention or plug, uh, Tom, before we... Nope, just give me two seconds. Oh. Oh. Sorry, can you edit this out? Oh, no, it's it's all good. Okay, no, Evan just came. And he oh. parked in the front, <laughs> and he's like blaring, baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> what is love, Anyhow, this concludes this today's episode. As you remember, right, domestic finds only don't drink a dog. Let me always drink response. You can find us at TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Domestic finds only. You can find us at domesticfindsonly.com. You can stay classy now. Take care, folks. We'll see you again next week. Have a good evening. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pines Only. Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist or on her website www.natalierive.com. That's R I V E T. And you can also find us on social media. At our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pines, and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pines Only. And of course, our email is domesticpinesonly at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hiding out, cause seltzer.